I just wanted to let the seagulls fly by. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Anna Bogutska. And I'm Clarice Lockery. And this is the Next Supremes, an American Horror Story Rewatch podcast. Today, as for the last couple of weeks, we've not been rewatching, but we've been covering the newish spin-off of American Horror Story, very creatively titled American Horror Stories. <laughs> Which is just like when you're going on Disney Plus, try and look for it. And it's, it's a real pain in the butt. <laughs> I'm just saying it's one letter. It's one letter. Exactly. That's the effort that has been put in. So in today's episode, it is we will be talking about the finale of the spin-off anthology series. So we've come full circle, quite literally, because we're at the end of American Horror Stories, but we're also back in the murder house and back with the story set up in the first two episodes, Rubber Women. So Back, back in the murder house. <laughs> it's like back to the future but it's back to the murder house i was thinking while watching this do you Mm -hmm. remember the news story a a few years ago about the owners of the actual the real house had sued because the real estate agent had not informed them that like their property had been used in a famous (laughs) cultural thing and they were really pissed off at, at all the people visiting and i'm very interested now in how they got the shooting rights to f- to film Ooh. there. I don't know if maybe they that those owners sold it and there's new owners who are like, "Yay, we stand." <laughs> it's or interesting though. Maybe money. That was the else the other thing I was thinking. I was like, "Oh, oh, now that they want to film while you're there and pay you money, do you not feel? Oh, now you like American Horror Story? Is that how it is?" I see. I guess it would be annoying if someone kept kind of going around your house taking pictures or even trying to potentially like break in or come into your house because it's been featured in a in a show. True, but then you get you get to live. It's it's a beautiful large house. I have no sympathy. I'm sorry. Yeah, also fair. Also fair. <laughs> if you don't want to live in a TV house, live in a small, shitty, ugly house. Well, no one one's of, shooting TV shows in that. <laughs> one of my the, this really just reminded me of uh, a similar but very different story in Seth Rogen's uh, autobiography, a yearbook. He tells the story about how he. He kind of realized that he had made it in a way when he realized that um, a house he had bought had been the set of a porno that he had watched because he recognized the garden or something like that. 
And he was like, this is the most LA thing ever. Every single house in LA has been used to shoot a porn video at one point or another. So you know what? Tough titties. This is how you know you've made it. <laughs> when you yeah. when you have dr- gone down the bowels of Pornhub and watched every single porn available and to the point where you recognize your own fucking <laughs> house from it. Often the houses are quite nice. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? I don't care about the porn aspect. I want to know how these people afforded this property. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me that. Listen, I'm just saying, like, again, Ryan, we know you're listening. If if you would like to, you know, I'm happy to entertain the tourists with trivia about American Horror Stories. So I'm also happy to live in the murder house. Yes, we'll move. I thought you were going to invite them to film. I was like, no one's fitting cameras in my house. <laughs> Maybe you could squeeze a single Evan Peters in there. He's not too tall, but nothing else is, there's no room for anything else. <laughs> Maybe a Gaga. Gaga's petite, so. Gaga, yeah, she could fit. A Gaga would thrive in my flat because she's small and inventive, so. <laughs> So let's go back to American Horror Stories. Uh, what do you think of the of this finale? Kind of like the premise of it as well. Confusing, <laughs> because I like we love a fourth wall break. <laughs> that we do, but um, this this started to really the levels to it started to really confuse me because so the episode that we're watching takes place in our universe but in our universe the murder house still also exists (laughs) because this okay what makes this complicated is is that roanoke Mm -hmm. right started off as the the thing but then we were watching the show about the thing and and then we cut to the real world but it was that was the world that american horror story takes place in right <laughs> and there were still ghosts there mm-hmm. but in this episode there's roanoke exists in that this world that we're watching the episode in so that means that the 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 real world in air quotes of Roanoke <laughs> it's not the real world because the real world is in this episode but in this episode all the American horror story shit still exists I can't <laughs> I that's too many layers right Murphy they tried <laughs> I can't deal with it they tried to do a multiverse but they didn't think it through yeah. Look, I don't like multiverses. They're hard on the brain. <laughs> give me sing, give me single verse. <laughs> what uh, did you think of it? Yeah, it made no fucking sense. Uh, you don't even like. I'm not gonna br- try to break my brain by trying to make it make sense. I enjoy a meta narrative a lot, but I I think there was too much too much meta in this episode. Where I, I think if you kind of took away the aspiring video game designer, which by the way, has anyone ever met like a, a video game designer? Like it is not, you know, uh, a mentally unwell woman who hires a bunch of people to design a massive <laughs> video game based on a very successful IP. 
that is not how it works, lady. Like, you cannot mortgage your life enough to afford to license American Horror Story to make a video game out of it by yourself in your living room to impress your son. First of all, what? I did assume that it was somehow unlicensed, even though you see the murder house. Because that you're absolutely right. That like, if there was ever going to be a game of American Horror Story, it would be you know, like Activision would be making it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not this woman in her garage. Exactly. <laughs> like i think if they took away that bit and maybe if it was like uh you know a video game based on american horror story that would be quite interesting because you could play around with you know i love the i love the opening with the fans coming in and having this like the (laughs) having this like fetish for um tate and violet the the, what do they call themselves the violetators (laughs) (laughs) you (laughs) know Like that, I really enjoyed kind of the the really really uh, creepy LA superficial fandom of it all. Uh, did I enjoy the fact that it was played by one of the Cyrus kids? Meh, take it or leave it. But the line of uh, you know maybe I can find a ghost that lasts more than two pumps. I did really enjoy. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but then, yeah, and then when everything kind of shit started hitting the fan and they're killed by these ghosts that we remember from the main show, it's a lot of fan service. And I liked where it was potentially going with the with the comments on fan service and especially on kind of this, the the creepy fans or like the fans that perhaps like make their love of horror you know, take it to a new level or make it like slightly fetishistic like these guys. And then it kind of all stops to go into this cheesy mother-son video game thing. And I'm like, I genuinely am so uninterested in, in them and in her attempting to make a video game and in all the shots of her just binge watching American Horror Story. What? We need to see that? <laughs> yeah we know the show exists we watched it too (laughs) truly yeah i I, the the kid was not i i don't want to be rude but the kid was was not a great performer Mm -hmm. um and i did not i didn't understand why he was so angry at his mom Like, because you kind of be like, you don't understand American Horror Story. Like, you know, it's really about people dealing with uh, their own human sins. Like, why are you gatekeeping American Horror Story from your own mother? Like, also the fact that he is just like trying to basically pitch American Horror Story to her as a deep trash, which is, you know, like, we do this. We know it's deep trash, but I'm like, kid, you are 11. I know. I can't tell kids' ages ever. It's it's a weird thing I have. I, I can't tell if a child is like 3 or 13. Either. I so- thought he was like 15. I don't, I don't know <laughs> I either. Thought, I thought he was like 11. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I could be, could be, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, you know, maybe he's 5 and just a prodigy. A prodigy. Yeah. But um, I was like, wait, why are you speaking like a vulture critic trying to make American Horror Story (laughs) over-intellectualized. That's our job, kid. That's our job. Yeah. And (laughs) I, yeah, and I think they didn't, you know, on a basic narrative level, they didn't really explain like, I I get she she has obsessive tendencies. Um, 
and pursues them and and that is you know, suggested to be why the marriage ended but they didn't really explain why specifically the son has such a problem with her <laughs> mm-hmm. because i don't know i feel like if my dad watched american horror story or like had any interest with american horror story i'd be like cool <laughs> um but he doesn't and i i don't show it to him because i don't want him to <laughs> think that it's like a red flag or something <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I, I showed him killing of a sacred deer and afterwards i was like oh he's gonna like phone somebody about this <laughs> oh <laughs> it's like when i showed my dad fight club when i was a teenager and i loved that movie and he just he like watched by himself and then he just looked at me and then walked away <laughs> yeah and you just feel like oh Oh god, is somebody gonna turn up to the door next day? <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> you need to like, take a grippy sock vacation, as they would say on TikTok. <laughs> to be honest, like, you know, frankly, an 11 year old kid, I've decided he's 11, uh, probably should not be watching American Horror Story. That's true. I mean, I, I watched and not American Horror Story because it did not exist, but I watched a lot of equivalent things. <laughs> I mean, same. So I, yeah. But, you know, is it is it like uh, the, the parents' responsibility to maybe like, should you be watching all the like the vampire fucking and the, the demon, <laughs> the demonic uh, forces and like the, the Nazi surgeons yelling whore at the Virgin Mary? Should you, sure. my child? I would also question, I, I, would a modern teenager be watching American Horror Story? Because I, I don't know if that's the demographic. <laughs> no, I don't think it is either. It's like the demographic I, is us. The demographic yeah. is gothy millennials. That's the demographic. Exactly. Like, it's not a very, like, cool. <laughs> Hey. hip show it's i'm sorry we have to we have to accept uh, what this. is this it's not a cool show <laughs> what it's not are a you cool joking <clears throat> no they're all watching euphoria this is <laughs> this is what the the kids the kids these days are what they're not watching american horror story <laughs> this is the first time hearing of mcclary's and i'm very sad about it i what <laughs> who knows next season zendaya The day of that story. <laughs> it's the day she finds out that uh, Tom Holland's actually a spider. <laughs> American Horror Story is now part of, part of the Spider Verse. You heard it here first. <laughs> Andrew Garfield just comes crashing through the ceiling. <laughs> I want to be a part of this too. <laughs> Toby requires a drag play race, <laughs> and that's the same demographic. Let, let me in on this. Andrew <laughs> <laughs> Garfield would be fantastic on American he would Horror be Story. So I, good. I hope somebody phones him up. <laughs> I really, really do. He would be so good. He would be excellent. Oh, now I can. Um, now I can think it. of anything else. <laughs> 
no, we really got off track. I think it's partially because there's not, I feel like there's not that much to discuss with this episode because it is sort of like, uh, there's not really much to it. Like, there's not much depth. The, yeah, it's like the, the mother-kid relationship is just, yeah, does not make any sense to me. Um, and then, like, the relationship to the house is bizarre because it's, again, the thing of, <laughs> I don't know why Ben Harmon would still look like Ben Harmon if Ben Harmon's also meant to look like Ben Harmon on the TV show. Like, it does, <laughs> it, it just doesn't, I don't know. The, I mean, the only thing that we need to discuss is the appearance of bad therapist Ben Harmon crying because he was masturbating too much. No, he said, he said, <laughs> this is the line I really like. <laughs> I usually only cry after I masturbate. <laughs> so then the implication is that this is the first time he's uh, cried while not touching his penis. It's called growth. It's called growth. <laughs> well, obviously, those therapy sessions with that other therapist were really working. <laughs> um, and the, I mean, I guess the only other thing is the is the ending with the characters from Rubber Woman, with Scarlet and Ruby, Ruby, who's played by Sydney Crawford. Gerber? Yeah, well, Sid- I was going to say Sydney Crawford's daughter because that's she's not great actress so she's cindy crawford's daughter mini cindy (laughs) yeah um what do you make of uh of scarlet coming back to visit her dead girlfriend and then after the house is burned down buying the fucking condo that exists on there now and then that whole thing sort of having a happy ending i guess i guess is it a happy ending yes because it means I'm hoping this means we're not going back to Murder House, because, hopefully, you know, I just, I, like, I feel like we can be done with it now. <laughs> um, and I really hope that, like, this was, this, you know, this is American Horror Stories going, okay, we're closing this chapter because we all collectively need to move on mm-hmm. from, from Tate and Violet. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I I I kind of like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of quite sweet in like a you know twisted gothic way. Um, you know the the idea that the ghost stayed is quite a poetic mm-hmm. image. That um, when the house burned down, burns down, it's like the tether is cut, and everyone has a choice now. And none of these ghosts have ever had a choice the whole time that they're dead. And it's like, well, what do you do now? And everyone decides to go except for her. Um, but of course, I didn't, I didn't super like those characters. So <laughs> I wasn't like especially rooting for them to be together. But mm. hey, happy for them. I hope you thrive. <laughs> it's cheesy even for American Horror Story. And perhaps if it was better actresses they could pull it off but you know what good for them true love never dies well done i hope you like bang all the way to throughout your afterlife but then it doesn't really matter because that's also a fucking video game within the (laughs) which also begs the question of like is the kid like 
I what was the video game? Also, did she literally just, I don't know, mortgage her entire existence in order to make this video game just for her and her kid to play it? And then what? Why is she ordering takeout? You don't have any money, lady. <laughs> yeah, she keeps getting delivered, but I used to do that and I don't have any money. So, um, I feel, I feel you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's just like, that twist doesn't work because the game is not like press X to take birth, mm. you know? <laughs> press Y to, f- to fuck ghost girlfriend. <laughs> like games, you usually have to, to, to explore a space mm-hmm. and do something. You don't just, you don't just watch a TV show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do you not? <laughs> wow. I'm sure some people, hardcore gamers watching this will be like, oh, but what about... I haven't played that Death Stranding or whatever it's called. That looks like it's just a TV show. <laughs> so with this this first installment of the anthology spin-off series over, what did you make of the series as a whole? I like the idea of it, and I I wouldn't mind another season. Mm-hmm. Um but I hope that they, now that they've gotten Murder House out of the system, <laughs> that we can go back to, to the self-contained ones. Because I loved the driving episode. Yes. Um, the, <laughs> the Cody fun. The feral uh, one. <laughs> cannibal. <laughs> Bigfoot cannibal episode is fun. <laughs> and it would give them an opportunity to explore certain urban myths and ghost mm-hmm. stories that wouldn't sustain themselves for a, an entire season. And I like that idea. And um, I think they should do an international season. That'd be cool. I agree. Like, I think that... Um... Only half of this season was successful for me because I don't understand why in, a, in an anthology series of only seven episodes, they dedicated three to the weakest story and to going back to the um, the murder house element. Like, I know the, like one is fine. I get it. it. I think it's a very it's a good opening. But or a good closer, mm. but three out of seven is a lot for something that is convoluted and doesn't really feel that well thought out, and and doesn't really you know like we're fans, and I think the fan service doesn't really work as even fan service. But like you're mentioning, like the drive-in one, the feral episode, the standalone ones were really interesting because they're like they're goofy to be enjoy, they're goofy enough to be enjoyable and gory enough to kind of be you know, go in that weird, eccentric, excessive American horror story direction, which we love. Mm. But you're right, like, if the premise was to explore, you know, legends or urban legends of American culture specifically, then do fucking that. Like, American Horror Story Murder House is not an urban legend. Like, the meat of that season is in the season. And, like, one episode of Apocalypse, right? But that's it. Like, we're done. We don't need anything else. We don't need, like, more ghosts. We don't, like, it all just feels very cheap to revisit it that way. Yeah, it just feels like, it's like, I don't want to be watching American Horror Story and feel like I'm, and feel like I'm watching, like, a Marvel 
end credit scene. <laughs> oh my god, yes, you exactly know. that. <laughs> exactly that. And I, I think, and I do think, like that's the reason it happened. It's because mm. there is a wider trend in pop culture and you know we could spend hours digging into this like is it because people don't have as much money to spend on media so they're like more attached to things they really like like Mm. is it because the world's really scary and people need comfortable like we could psychoanalyze why this is happening um but you know people people want old things very much at the moment (laughs) they want their favorite things again and again and again and I think this has been a continuing issue with the response to American Horror Story is that, you know, there is always this like, oh, Murder House was the best one. Just do Murder House. Mm-hmm. Which I think like, yeah, like we all have our favorite seasons and like, yeah, I'd love, you know, if they brought back the Countess, I would lose my mind. But mm-hmm. also I don't think that's good. And I don't yeah. think that's healthy for the show. Mm-hmm. And... um and it's annoying, but I think it's just like a, a wider, it's a wider thing in our culture and it'll, I'm sure it'll, <laughs> it'll collapse at some point because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be at a point where it's like too much <laughs> or it just like everything collides and there's this like one movie that has every single cultural property ever in it and it like <laughs> makes the universe collapse. And that's how uh, that's how existence ends. <laughs> Death by IP. We're gonna the whole universe is gonna collapse onto itself because of too much IP. Because it like overloads everybody's brains and their brains explode. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great episode of American Horror Stories, where oh the horror god. is IP culture. Oh my god! I'm gonna fucking write that episode. I'm like Ryan, hire me. <laughs> Hey, because American Horror Story is owned by Disney now, so they would have the ability to have, like, Darth Vader coming. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, this person's like, no, no! Like, Spider-Man comes in. (laughs) Andrew Garfield's there! That's how we get Andrew Garfield in! (laughs) But he's... It's Andrew Garfield from Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> and it's like every like cultural property just comes in, and it like and yeah, and it's like scanners. Yeah, like <laughs> the Mandalorian playing catch with uh Bo Bo Langton from Murder House. Yes, <laughs> with Baby Yoda's the ball. <laughs> baby, baby Yoda, <laughs> Baby Yoda, like lifting up Bartholomew and throwing him around. Oh my god. Oh my god. oh my god but also you know who is at the epicenter of all of these universes who would actually be the the thing that collapses everything onto itself it's evan peters it's our boy evan because he's both quicksilver and fake quicksilver in one division and all the characters in american horror story i haven't counted exactly how many he's played but i reckon it's like over 15 across the seasons so i was thinking oh he's not in this season because he's probably doing one division <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, so imagine if like evan shows up in this in this ip apocalypse and he's just like he needs to rip himself into shreds because he plays so many characters all the time it's like having 17 different personalities try to emerge from him all at once 
that's how the universe will end. Scary. I know, right? Oh my god, look at me. I'm just like, hey, Ryan, look at that image. (laughs) Oh, that would actually be an American Horror Stories episode. I would absolutely watch, like a meta, a meta episode about Evan Peters, like trying to exercise all of the American Horror Story characters that he's played from himself. It's like I just want to like go to fucking Wendy's. I just want to grab a bite, live my life, be chill. But no, Tate Langdon's popping out. Um, the like James Marsh is popping out, so he suddenly starts speaking like Clark Gable randomly. It's <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's. Yeah. So this is a Wendy's. That's <laughs> <laughs> <I see. laughs> That would be great, though. Yeah, of like the that's the sort of meta stuff I would love to see because i think this season like this show does have the ability to do something that weird um yeah and i think that's it right it didn't let the series get weird it was trying to be um it was trying to be smart but ended up just being kind of not for anyone not for fans and not for new potential fans or new audiences but like, if you let it get really fucking weird, because one of the things about American Horror Story fandom is the f- is the ensemble actors, right? So mm. the fact that we all kind of know the the character actors who embody so many different characters, and the fact that they can in this weird universe pop in in the same series and be playing different characters that have appeared perhaps just as a throwaway character in one season and then become a much more important one later on, we instantly recognize them like that is a weird weird and very unique element of of the show and they kind of did nothing with it they kind of just asked some people be like hey like you're around to pop in do a little do a little bit of harmon for me again for five minutes yeah sure why not mm. doesn't yeah, really say you're anything so right. yeah because i i think like i th- Ironic, I think the show, yeah, it needs to have more self-awareness. Ironically, yeah. <laughs> of what it is. Because that's what this last episode was trying to be. Mm. But, you know, as we said, like, teenage, like, yeah, having this teen kid be like the, have, as the, the American Horror Story fan, um, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> that's not what the show is. Like, mm. the, as you said, if the the episode had been about that couple at the beginning, I think they are probably way more representative of the the people watching the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people people with issues. It's kinda true though. It's kinda true though. It's still <laughs> rude, but it's kinda true. Nobody who's like perfectly balanced and happy in their life is watching American Horror Story. They're watching This Is Us or something. <laughs> I take offense at that, Clarice Lockery. <laughs> at the accuracy of that. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be, that's the thing, like, if if the writers re- latched onto that and recognized that and were like, oh my god, let's just dig into it. That could have been a fantastic final episode. I'm sort of taking the piss out of the fans because, mm. you know, Ryan Murphy's done that multiple times just through 
having really ridiculous stuff happen in his shows, I think, is always a bit of a piss take of who's watching. Mm. Um, but to really go for it and satirize what it has become culturally could be really funny, I think. If you could if you could pitch an episode, a standalone American Horror Stories episode, what would it be? Mothman. <laughs> Mothman, but have you seen the Mothman statue? Where he's no. like really buff. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm going to so, Google it right now. It would be sexy Mothman. Oh my God. This is very Ryan Murphy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, can, like, uh, can one of the Skarsgård brothers play him, please? Oh my god, yes. They gave the Mothman <laughs> a six-pack and chest hair? Are you kidding me? Pack. He's got a, a chest hair? <laughs> he's kind of hot. The <laughs> so if he's like sexy Mothman, um, you know, uh, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> oh my we're just going to collapse. But no one's, no one's, he's like Cassandra and he keeps going around saying, oh my god, guys, this disaster is going to happen. But everyone's too horny so they're not listening <laughs> <laughs> and all these disasters happen he's like i kept trying to tell you but you're distracted by my smoking bod <laughs> see this is why this is this is what american horror story should be this is the exact sexy mothman. <laughs> sexy mothman because of course we're not gonna get a gross monster we're gonna get a hot monster yeah yeah what would your episode be uh, it would be this. It would be us recording an episode and getting haunted by the character that we make the most fun of in that episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I so love seeing podcasters and movies and TV. I think it's just the most fascinating new dynamic that I'm seeing unfold in media in general. But specifically kind of how podcasters have become like a figure of ridicule in a lot of uh in a lot of shows specifically and and what and some movies like in halloween the 2018 one <laughs> can i can fully imagine that um you know imagine if like there's an episode of american horror stories where some um american american horror story podcasters are so savage about an episode that they get haunted or cursed by the characters of American Horror Story who take offense. Oh, by um Audrey from Roanoke, the the British, the Sarah Paulson. The, you know when she's British. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you loved me. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. So in short, hire us. We're right here. Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. We have wrapped up American Horror Stories, but we will be back next Wednesday with our usual recap of American Horror Story Hotel. Back to business. Back to Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, send us your thoughts on Twitter. You can follow us at The Next Supremes Pod. And also tell us what you thought of this season of American Horror Stories. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Clarice Lou. And I am at Anna B. Demented. Sexy Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what episode you would write for American Horror Stories. That's what I want to yes. know. Yes. 
I love that question. Yes, please. Send us your pictures. <laughs> Send us pictures, especially if they involve sexy monsters. Monsters yes. with six packs. <gasps> <laughs> 